Hello, Chatham County. This is Nancy Weichel with the Notebook Podcast. I'm at Pittsburgh Elementary School today to celebrate National School Library Month with librarian Ms. Karen Jeremiah. Ms. Jeremiah also happens to be the Teacher of the Year for Pittsburgh Elementary. Congratulations on that. And I'm here with Gladys Alvarez, who is our translator for the communications team and admin. Do you have suggestions for parents whose children may not be big readers? I'm actually one of those parents. <laughs> okay. So, um, what I could say is just breathe, relax. Um, it's, le- you're, it's likely you don't have the credentials that a reading teacher does, and that's okay. It's not necessarily your job to teach your child to read. Um, but you don't have those credentials, but you have something more. You have your child's adoration. Your child picks up on what's important to you. So if you show them that you enjoy reading and you do that repeatedly, they might pick up on that enjoyment as well. Don't model that. It's a task or a bother, but rather that reading is a pleasure and reward them whenever possible. So read your kids jokes and riddles. Read them the same book that they love over and over again, um, and then branch out and grow from there. Ask them to read a book to you, even if they don't know the words. Ask them to tell you the story through describing the pictures. So as a parent, I would start by asking yourself, do your children see you reading? You do it all the time, but do they see it? Make a point to show them that you're reading on your phone, but really stop for a moment and show them what you're reading. Read it back to them. Read it out loud. Show them how you're analyzing that text or what you're going to do with that next. Oh, I've read this ad. I see that this is on sale at this store. You and I are going to go to Target now and buy this because I know it's on sale. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Help, help them understand you're making meaning from the text that you're reading and then you're going to go do something with it. Praise your child highly when they read. Make time to read aloud to them long after you think they've outgrown the process. Trust me, they haven't. Also, look to audiobooks and podcasts. Those are excellent literacy options. Provide a variety of text for your child to choose from. Fiction, nonfiction, early readers. Just give them a variety. Give them all the choices, even books that are too hard for them. If the content interests them, it's going to motivate them to want to read more. What are your top five children's books? So if I had to say what my current top five are, uh, in no particular order, I would say Fry Bread, A Native American Family Story by Kevin Noble Millard. Another favorite, Ban This Book by Alan Gratz. Love this book for the spunky girl main character, Amy Ann, and the book's set in a typical public elementary school here in Raleigh. Bone Graphic Novel Series uh, by Jeff Smith. I learned about this series from a peer in graduate school many years ago, yet it still captures students' attention today. We also, another one of my favorites, The Invention of Hugo Cabret by Brian Selznick. This book is a mixture of images and text and was the first novel to win the Caldecott Medal. All right, and lastly, this is another old book, a throwback. So my favorite from when I was about kindergarten age, and I do get this out to share with my students every year, is Richard Scarry's Peasant Pig and the Terrible Dragon. Uh, It's a fairy tale. You know, a princess is rescued by a pig and his sidekick. Are you doing anything special to celebrate this month? Yeah. Our school district librarian group just last week hosted a district-wide young authors celebration. 
including engaging daily writing and illustration prompts for all students. Um, we have been celebrating young authors during National Library Month for 34 years now in Chatham. Is there anything else, Ms. Jeremiah, that you would like to add? So two things. The question, what do I love about Pittsburgh Elementary? I would say it's like a hidden gem in our community. I love the student population, their families, and the people that work there. I love serving their needs via our school library program. And the second point you would like to bring up. How are our CCS libraries funded? Where is the equity between our school library collections and their funding sources? These questions tie in well with our district's next strategic plan, One Chatham. So, Ms. Jeremiah, thank you for your time today. Uh, we appreciate our partner, WNCA, for broadcasting the Notebook podcast. And thanks to those of you listening for supporting Chatham County Schools.